everybody, welcome back. And this is kind of a surprise episode because this one's coming out a little earlier than you guys might have expected, but it's definitely for a really good reason. Tomorrow night, we have football. Let's go. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this season. I feel like this is going to be a really good season because I feel like some underrated teams might come up, some overrated teams might come down a little bit. I mean, who knows what will happen in the long run. So today we're just going to break down some awesome games coming up in week one, and we're going to go into the season predictions as well. So we're going to predict week one games. We're going to go into awards, award winners, division winners, uh, and then the Super Bowl predictions. So, guys, you you better shop yourselves in because this is going to be a long ride, but it's going to be a fun one. I think you guys are going to love this one. This is this is probably going to be a good one to record as well. Um so, the first game is a Thursday night football game. Uh, Houston Texans is going up against the Chiefs. I think, I think this is a rematch of the last year's, I think, divisional matchup. I mean, you know the Chiefs already. They got Mahomes. They got Tyreek Hill. They got Travis Kelsey. They got a really good defense. Uh, and the Texans have Deshaun Watson, of course, who was extended for four years and $160 million. But they did lose the, their best receiver and probably one of the best receivers in football, DeAndre Hopkins in a shocking trade to the Arizona Cardinals. We will talk about those Cardinals team later because they got a really good chance to do some well this year. But we'll talk about them later. Uh, but for this game, I think the Chiefs will win in a slugfest. It's going to be a high-powered offense. Mahomes and Watson probably go off for like four 400 yards each. Like I think it will be very interesting to see how it turns out. Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl win hangover doesn't get to them, and they start off on the right foot and go 1-0 and on the season. Now, next game, uh, Seattle Seahawks going, uh, going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the Falcons just got a recent uniform change. I think it looks really fire. I love it. Uh, they just signed uh, Todd Gurley from the, uh, from the Rams in free agency. And you also pair that with the duo of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, who's always going to get it done. Uh, I think that's good, but the Seahawks uh, get it done on the Russell Wilson-DK Metcalf connection. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the more underrated games of the week to watch. Two, two, two a good teams going at it. So I think this will be a fun one to watch come week one. Now the next one, uh, Cleveland Browns matching up against the Baltimore Ravens. And I think this one's pretty obvious. The Ravens are just going to stomp all over the Browns. Like, I mean, you can't stop the Ravens when you have a guy that throws like he does and run like he runs like he does in Lamar Jackson. Like, I mean, that's just that's just unstoppable. That's just unstoppable. Like, like no defense can match up, especially with what he did last year. I think he had like like a thousand rushing yards last year and broke the QB rushing record last year. Like, there's no there's no telling what this man can do come like a few years down the line, maybe even this year. Uh, like I said, Lamar Jackson will go off. I think Mark Ingram will go off too, maybe go for a touchdown or two. And then Hollywood Brown would go off with, along with Lamar Jackson. That connection flourishes today or in that game. Uh, I, th- I think the Mayfield uh, OBJ connection needs to work out some kinks soon or else I think it'll just be another disappointing season for the Browns. Um, if, if OBJ doesn't perform well, I don't know if he'll stay there that long because I think the Browns kind of just wasted and a guy uh, just wasted a guy like OBJ if he performs like that. But I mean, we'll see what he happens this season. I can't, I, I, I can't go too in depth on that just yet. Uh, next game, the New York Jets going up against the Buffalo Bills. 
now the Jets were in the news recently because they just lost their best player, Jamal Adams, in a trade with the Seahawks, who I forgot to mention about earlier. Uh, I think I think the Jets are going to be a little bit flustered not having that security blanket in that secondary. Uh, and, and I think the Bills are going to capitalize. Uh, they just signed a really good wide receiver in Stephon Diggs. Uh, and, and Josh Allen's probably going to build off. Uh, but, uh, is, he's, he's probably going to have just as good of a season, if not a better season, than he did last year. And I think the Bills steal a win at home. Uh, next game now, uh, the the new the new Las Vegas Raiders going into their first game as a new franchise going up against the Panthers in I think Charlotte, uh, and the Teddy Bridgewater era begins in Charlotte. Uh, now now they just um, the the Patriots just signed Cam Newton, uh, and and Kyle Allen I think is still with Carolina or with some other team, so it's going to be a new quarterback, a uh, new fresh beginning, and then. CM uh, is Christian McCaffrey, aka CMC, is just gonna do CMC things. He's gonna catch. He's gonna run. He's gonna he's gonna punt return or kick return for a touchdown. Like this, like this man's all over the field. He's gonna get it done for them. Uh, although although the Derek Carr Henry Ruggs connection flourishes, I think the Panthers will steal a win late in this one. Uh, I think this will be a good game. Um, like I said, I think. Henry Ruggs will go off in this one, but like I said, the Panthers will get themselves a win. Uh, and then the next one is kind of a surprise game for me. I didn't think this would happen in week one because it's usually a Thanksgiving matchup. But the Chicago Bears are um, are taking on the Lions in Detroit, which, yeah. Um, and I think Mitchell Trubisky is a big question mark for me. I think basically the whole Bears team is a question mark. I don't know how they're going to perform this year. Uh, Lions, Lions show what they're made of as draftee Jeff Okuda gets his first interception and the Lions uh, walk off four field with a nice little W to um, get themselves on the board. And also, I I mean, there is some qu- – I, I got I to gotta knock them on one thing. They just signed Adrian Peterson. They already have two good running backs in there, so I don't know what that situation is going to be like. But I but, – but, but despite that, I still think the Lions are still going to get the job done at home. Uh, next up, we got the uh, Indianapolis Colts going to Jacksonville to take uh, Jacksonville, Florida, to take on the Jaguars. In my opinion, I think the Colts are a very intriguing team to watch out for this year. They just signed Philip Rivers. I mean, he was okay last year. He's he's getting to his father time age, but I think he can still I think he can still get it done. Even though with this really high interception numbers, I think he can still get it done. Uh, they also acquired DeForest Buckner in a trade with the 49ers, which which I think came to me as a surprise because I thought I thought DeForest Buckner was going to be a um, a lock in that uh, defensive tackle position at the Niners spot, but I think but I think the the Colts just got themselves a really good tackle. Um, he got uh, 7.5 sacks last year. Uh, I, th- I think he's going to do really good again this year. And they also signed Xavier Rhodes, who was a former I think All Pro. Uh, yeah, like I said, they're both really they're they're both really good defenders. Uh, I think Rhodes had a little bit of a down year, but I think he could pick I think he could pick things back up really soon. Uh, yeah, uh, and if they're a defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflus, that's a very interesting name, Matt Eberflus. I don't know how you pronounce it right, but I guess that's how I pronounce it. Um, if I mean, like I said, if uh, if Rhodes can get back to that point where he was an All Pro, then. Honestly, watch out, world, because he's because he's gonna get some interceptions. Um, and honestly, 
I think the Jaguars going on the other side now, I think they're not really a well-run organization, to be honest. Um, seems like It seems like the players want out, especially with uh, Yannick Ngakwe and uh, Leonard Fournette, like I mentioned in previous episodes. Um, I, I just think they're going to get flustered, and the Colts get the easy, easy victory on the road. Uh, and now another um, uh, NFC North. Uh, yeah, the, we're, we're going a little north now. Uh, Green Bay Packers going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I think this will be an interesting game. Uh, this is good old-fashioned rivalry, usually, but it hasn't looked like a rivalry this year. The Vikings just lost their. The Vikings just lost like three of their best players: uh, Stephon Diggs, Everson Griffin on the defensive end, and Xavier Rhodes, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, it looks like a team in pieces. I think Kirk Cousins, like I don't know. I think he's just gonna do probably decent this year i mean i don't know i don't know what they're looking like um the packers didn't do anything in the offseason but i think but i think they're a good enough team to where they uh, to where they can just still succeed even though they didn't get anybody this offseason and and along with that have uh aaron Rodgers and Devonte adams still going off for a couple uh catches and yards and whatever um and yeah the packers will get the effortless win over the vikings uh next matchup uh, Miami Dolphins going up against the Patriots, and then uh, this this matchup is going to be very very interesting to watch because it's Tua Tagovailoa. He's probably going to start against Cam Newton, who was just announced as a starter for the Patriots. I think this will be a very very interesting matchup to watch. We'll see how Tua does in his first uh, uh, his his first game in NFL action, and we'll see how Cam does in his first game in like forever because of his shoulder injury that was nagging him um, last all of last year. Um, uh, I th- call me crazy, but give me give me the rook in this matchup. Um, I guess I guess maybe the Dolphins could be actually good this year with their running backs they just signed. They got Matt Breida, who I think could be an underrated back this year. They got Devontae Parker, who's just gonna moss everybody in his way. Um, they have a they have a bolstered defense. I think they got Byron Jones in free agency as well. I think they got some other really good pieces in there too. Watch the Dolphins just somehow like casually put themselves in a playoff position. Like all these Miami teams this year, I mean they're 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 just like casually putting themselves into playoff conversations. Like I said with the Marlins last episode or a couple episodes ago. So yeah, I think the I think I think the Dolphins are gonna take this one home and get themselves a, a nice little one zero cushion to start off the year. Uh, next game, the Philadelphia Eagles are going up against the newly uh, founded Washington Football Team. I was I was kind of surprised that, that they didn't really like name a team yet. Like I know that takes a long time, but I mean they I mean they should have gotten a team like a while ago. Ever since they like uh, since they retired that like Redskins name. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with them this year. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna have to get used to calling Washington that, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but um, they, but this should be an easy win for the Eagles, even though they're just a mess. I'm not. I'm not just saying that because like I'm biased and I'm a Cowboys fan. Like I think I, I think it should be an easy win for them. Nothing to worry about there, unless they somehow screw it up. But I think the Eagles will win this one. Um, Next, we're going over to Cincinnati, where the L.A. Chargers are going up against the Bengals. Uh, they just lost uh, Derwin James through the season, which is another big loss. He's been dealing with injuries throughout his NFL career. He hasn't really flourished himself yet, and like if, if he's healthy, I think it'll be a really good piece, but 
they just lost a really good player for the entire season before before they even kicked the ball off in week one, which is really bad. Um, people have said that Tyrod Taylor will start over the recently drafted Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Uh, I don't know how Tyrod Taylor is going to do, to be honest. I think he might throw, like, what, three picks in this game. Uh, and then the Bengals, on the other hand, drafted Joe Burrow, um, who everyone knows who Joe Burrow is. He led a, uh, he led LSU to a national championship win. Uh, he's a recent Heisman winner. Like He had, like, what, 60-something touchdowns, like 67 touchdowns last year. Like, he's been insane. Uh, Joe, Joe Burrow's been insane. Like, at first... I, honestly, though, who would have thought that like Joe Burrow would have been the top pick coming into this year? Because no one thought, no one knew who he was until like his senior year. So, and I'm and and like I said with the uh, training camp storyline a couple episodes ago, uh, and and like what Zach Taylor said, I think he's, I think, I think he's gonna reaffirm his decision to start, uh, and not just start, but like string together some wins for the Bengals and start like like stringing some wins together and make something promising happen. Um, and overall, I think in this game, the bagels, uh, the Bengals take the W at home. Uh, Joe Burrow goes off for a nice little game. Uh, T Higgins, their new drafted wide receiver goes off a little bit. Uh, I might be hyping up the rookies a little bit too much, but I love, I love the rookie class this year. There's so many good rookies, but anyway, I, I think this next game will be one of the more marquee matchups to watch out for. I think everyone, everyone and their mother is going to watch this game come week one. It's the uh, new and very improved Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the New Orleans Saints. That that th- those two teams are going to just battle it out all year, and we'll get into that more later. But yeah, like I said, they're just going to battle out. It's going to be a marquee matchup. I feel like this has been Brady versus Breeze part 1000 because they faced each other so many times over the course of like their 10,000 year career. It feels like um, Brady Brady now has some insane weapons on the outside. It almost brings me back to like a Randy Moss, Wes Welker, Gronk type of type of days when he was still at New England in his prime. Um. Like so, so the weapons he has now are Mike Evans, Chris Godwin at the wideouts. Those are, those were two really good wideouts last year, and I think they they can improve as well and and go even far, uh, go even past their yardage. Uh, maybe both can get like fifteen hundred yards this year, because I think Brady's just gonna throw like deep bombs and also kind of just go short with it and kind of just make them do their little like jukes and run ups and whatever. Um, but on the other hand, uh. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is going to be Drew Brees. He has Michael Thomas. Some people are saying that he's not going to replicate the season that he has, the season that he did, the season that he had last year. I think he'll, I think he'll be close to that. But I think, but you just can't touch what he did. He, he just was like, um, he, he had this, he, he was just like a, a, a grip master all, 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 all season long last year. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been, he's been arguably the best receiver in football last year, and even right now, to be honest with you. But there are some questions relating to uh, Alvin Kamara and whether or not he'll play because they hit, cause he had a contract um, contract fallout with the Saints. The Saints, uh, like oh, like a couple weeks ago, the Saints said that they're willing to trade him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just a big question for me. I mean, I mean, I mean, Kamara has that type of ability to do something special, but... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see if he signs. We'll see if he doesn't sign. Um, overall, I just think, um, yeah, uh, 
Overall, I think it'll be a slugfest, uh, but give me the bucks on this one. Tom Brady's just going to be Tom Brady, just bombing it deep to his wide receivers. I think he's going to be, be getting flashbacks to the glory days of, like I said, with Randy Moss and Wes Welker and all those type of guys. Uh, next game, we're going down, we're going to the West Coast to Santa Clara, where the uh, Arizona Cardinals will take on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, both for the Cardinals, both uh, both both the offensive side and the defensive side got bolstered up this off season. On the offensive side, uh, I said this earlier. They traded for the for the best receiver in the league, in my opinion, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that that was that that came as a shock to me. Like I remember, I remember looking at my phone on Instagram. The NFL Instagram was like, posted this like like digital edit of like um, DeAndre in a Cardinals jersey, and to me, that just shocked me. Like, like, who would have, who would have thought that DeAndre would have um, gotten traded to a team that was five, ten, and one last year? It's just, it, it, it just doesn't compute in my head. It just, it just didn't compute in my head the first time I heard it. But I mean, hey, like I said last episode, twenty twenty just surprises me every single day. So I mean, what are you gonna do about it at this point? But anyway, going over to the defensive side now. They drafted, in my opinion, the best defender in the draft, uh, Isaiah Simmons. We'll, we'll definitely talk more about him later. Um, and with uh, Kyler Murray at the helm at that QB position, I think he could definitely be improved. Uh, with the new and improved Kyler Murray, uh, the the Cardinals are just going to be just scary this year. Um, and on the other side now, the 49ers, they just lost the Super Bowl. Uh, Jimmy G is a big question mark, especially to me and on the streets as well. Um, not sure how they'll respond from that tough, tough loss that they endured in Miami on Super Bowl, uh, fit, um, Super Bowl 50, 52, 53, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure on that, but yeah, I think that's the case. Um, yeah, I think the Cardinals will uh, capitalize on that Super Bowl hangover and get the Big W on the road against division rivals, um, yeah. And then next game, uh, this is we're going into the nighttime now and on Sunday, uh, Cowboys, uh, the Dallas Cowboys taking on the L.A. Rams. Uh, this is kind of historic because it's the first game being played at at the Rams and Chargers' new home, which is SoFi Stadium in downtown L.A. I, I've I've seen from uh, from videos and pictures that it looks super super nice, almost like the Allegiant Stadium uh, in Las Vegas, but like just I, it's super high tech. Like it looks amazing. It it, lo- it looks like a futuristic little bubble with so many like jumbotrons like circling around the outside. It's just it's just pretty. It just it just looks amazing. But anyway, going into the two teams now. First, we get into the Cowboys, and they drafted. Uh, easily the best receiver in the draft at, at CeeDee Lamb with the like like the 17th pick. I, I was surprised that he didn't fall. Um, like I, I was surprised he didn't get picked earlier. Like teams didn't just see his potential, but the Cowboys didn't. We just snatched him from the whole entire football world, and the football world was like, "Oh no! Like why did the Cowboys get him? Like especially Eagles fans. Eagles fans are like." mad when they got him so i mean we'll see what happens with him in in his career i mean you could easily make the argument that uh jerry judy and henry ruggs are up there as the best receiver in the draft but i mean it's just not possible i know i know i might sound biased call me crazy i know i know i might sound biased but 
CeeDee Lamb just makes these ridiculous contortions in the air and just makes ridiculous one-handed catches. Like, I can't wait to be seeing him wearing the old school number 88, which the legend Michael Irvin used to wear. Like, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so fun watching these Cowboys this year. But anyway, enough about my Cowboys, enough about my biased takes that you guys were, were gonna hate me on in the, in the uh, you guys are gonna hate me on for it. But um I think uh, I think the Rams uh they just lost Todd Gurley in free agency. Uh uh Goff's got okay weapons on the outside, but I don't know if it's gonna work. So uh, give me uh, give me the Cowboys to spoil opening night at SoFi and take the and take the big big W in LA. Um, now we're going into the two uh, annual Monday Night Football games. Um, first, we're going into the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Giants. Uh, to be honest, I think this is gonna be kind of a dud game. Uh, all I'm going to say is that the Steelers just get the W off of the Big Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster connection. Uh, but the next but the next game in the Monday Night Football duo, it's, it's probably going to be the best one. Because I think it's going to be the battle of two really dark horse teams in football right now. Uh, I got my eye on the Broncos this year because, I mean, Drew Locke's going to get, Drew Locke's going to get improved. Um, Melvin Gordon is probably a top 10, top 11, 12 running back in football right now. Jerry Judy and, uh, Jerry Judy and Keisha Hamler, the, the two guys that they just drafted, I'm really, really high on. So I'm really excited to see what this Broncos team is going to do this year. They might just, like the Dolphins, they might just casually like weave themselves into like a wild card spot. Um, but anyway, let's go into the, um, Titans. Uh, the Titans just, uh, got off a, uh, uh, AFC champ, AFC championship appearance. Uh, they got back Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, their QB running back duo, uh, and they just signed Jadavion Clowney as of uh, Sunday morning. Uh, after he reportedly hung out with Saints head coach Sean Payton. Now this, l- let me just get into this for a second. Like I don't understand, like because I thought easily because um, cl- that Clowney was going to be with. Uh, champagne and hanging out and like i heard the chef was cooking dinner for both of them like they were just vibing just hanging out but i i thought it was gonna be easy signing for them and then just out of nowhere okay and then jadavion just goes okay i'm gonna change my mind now and just somehow go with the tennessee titans of all teams but i mean hey i mean he's just gonna do him he signed for uh one year and 15 million dollars um i think it's kind of a dud contract i think he should be there for more instead of just signing for one year uh, he probably just wants to um, get on the Titans and get out of there. But, I mean, hey, that, uh, that's just Dave Young Clowney. Um, but, yeah, it's good, it's going to be very interesting. Um, also, I think A.J. Brown has the potential to be a, a super, super top receiver in football. Him and D.K. Metcalf are probably the two guys, on, in my mind, that I think are going to be really um, – Really, really good um, receivers in football. And they also, like, work out together. They both have just, like, ripped frames, and they just, like, shave off, like, like cornerbacks. Uh, like, they're just, they're just, like, get off me. They just, like, stiff arm them, like, truck them. Like, they, they have the ability to just, like, run over everyone in their way. Um, yeah, um, but I think I think it's going to be a tough matchup, like I said. But, I mean, give me, give me the Titans in this one. Tannehill is going to go off. It's going to... It's going to be like the um, AFC Divisional where they torched the Ravens in that game. Uh, I think it's going to be a replica of that. Like, Derrick Henry's just going to stiff arm their safety <laughs> like he did to Earl Thomas in that game. 
yeah, I think it's just going to be a good game for the Titans. Now that's it for the uh, week one predictions. Now we're going to go into the um, division predictions where I'll give you the predictions to, um, I think, uh, all, all eight divisions in football uh, from the AFC to the NFC. So we're going to start with the AFC and we're going to go to the east side. And um, I think the Buffalo Bills will take this one home. Like I said earlier, they just signed Stefan Diggs, who's a really, really good receiver and, is, and always has been. Uh, and I believe that Josh Allen, their quarterback, could be, like I said, even like as good, if not better, than last year. Because he's also a good runner, too. But not as good as Lamar. But I think he's, but I, I think he's going to be something special this year. And they also just extended uh, the uh, second-best quarterback in football behind Stephon Gilmore and Tredavious White, who led the league in, in, in uh, interceptions last year with six. Uh, I think the Bills are one of the more underrated teams in football. Um, I think it's well. I mean, they're not going to really be underrated this year because they were like what ten and six last year. But I think they're going to be a team that's going to be underrated in terms of like the teams going into the playoffs. Uh, now for the AFC North, I think we all know who the winner is. It's going to be the Ravens. I mean, it has to be. It just has to be. It's just it's, it, it 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 just has to happen for them. I mean, Lamar Jackson's going to be Lamar Jackson. Mark Ingram, in my opinion, is gonna have a great season. He's just like this, 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 uh, this little guy just like bulldozing these three hundred pound guys on his way to the end zone, all uh, every game. Like he's just gonna have a good season. Uh, in my opinion, they have an underrated receiving core. Like I said, with Hollywood Brown and then Willie Sneed last episode. Willie Sneed, can, Willie Sneed can definitely get the job done for them. Um, I think they obviously have the best defense in the league. They have. Uh, Marcus Peters and uh, Marlon Humphrey, two really good cornerbacks who can lock it down on, on the island. And they also have a good uh, front seven, too. Uh, I think they just got uh, Calais Campbell. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good addition to that D-line. So the Ravens are just going to be the Ravens this year. Uh, people have said they might go for a perfect season, but we'll see. They're just an all-around great team, so they might go 15-1. and They might go 16-0. and We'll see what happens, though. Um, in the AFC South, to me, I think it's a very, very intriguing and interesting division to watch because there could like all like pretty much like like the the three teams that are in there with the Texans, Colts, and the Titans, all three of them could easily get a spot. But to me, I, I'm gonna go on a limb here and say the Indianapolis Colts get that win. Um, the Colts got, uh, like I said, the Colts got Philip Rivers, Xavier Rhodes, and Buckner in free agency. I feel like Buckner is going to be a really, 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 really good um, defensive tackle for them this year. Uh, another underrated receiving core with T.Y. and uh, Zach Paschal and a bunch of other guys. Uh, they also got, um, I think they still have Ebron. I don't know if he went out of league, but I think, I think they still have Ebron. Uh, I think it's just an underrated team in general, to be honest. Yeah, that's the Colts. Uh, now going going over to the um, West side, we're going to the AFC West, and I think we all know who it is. It's just going to be the same thing. We're going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they're just the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what else? What else should I even say? Besides that, they just have an all around great team, and they just won a Super Bowl. I mean, could they win another another one Super Bowl, another two Super Bowls, three, four, five, six? I mean, it's just endless. It's just endless for this Chiefs team because of how talented their team is from up and down, offense to defense. Um, like Tyron, Ma- Tyron Matthew on the safety, safety position is going to do his thing. Um, just a lot, a lot of different, a lot of different players on that team is just going to get the job 
done. Now, in the NFC now, we're going to um, Dallas. Um, I think the Dallas Cowboys, Like I might, I might sound biased, but like I said, the Dallas Cowboys are just going to win the division. Um, to be honest, if there's going to be a comeback team of the year, I think it's definitely going to be the Cowboys. Uh, there's been new coaching with Mike McCarthy at, um, at the head coaching spot. Uh, improved defense and offense because they made some big signings and selections in the draft. They signed Don Terry Poe and Gerald McCoy to fit that um, D-tackle spot, but McCoy's been injured. Hopefully we can get him back soon. Uh, Everson Griffin on the on the defensive end. They just signed um, Andy Dalton in case Dak wants to pack his bags and head out of Dallas. Uh, I It's just... Let me talk about Dak for a second. That that the whole Dak situation is just a headache for me, because I don't know if he's gonna leave or the, the Cowboys are gonna pay him enough to stay, uh, especially with that um, the offseason franchise tag last year. Like it just it just is that that whole contract situation is just a big 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 question mark for me as a Cowboys fan, not just as a Cowboys fan, but as an NFL fan in general. Um. And and they also and and going on to the uh, prediction now they just drafted uh, C D Lamb as well like I said I've talked about him a bunch in these episodes so far I mean what else is there left to say this team is going to be really good so I mean just watch out world is all I'm going to say to that one uh, going over the north side now we're going I'm going with the Green Bay Packers on this one I think this is going to be a runaway I think the rest of the three teams um, in this division is like a mess like. I, it's just all, it's just the, like, all three teams besides the Packers are just a big, big, big question mark for me. Like I said, the Bears and the Vikings are a mess to me, and the and the Detroit Lions could be good, but just not right now. Um, Stafford, if, if, if Stafford could stay healthy, he can have an MVP, uh, like, season, but we'll see. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's just going to start bipping balls to the... Uh, wide receivers. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be fun to watch uh, this year. Um, I think some questions on defense for me, besides Darius and Preston Smith on the on the um, on on the ends of the line of scrimmage, but I think the offense just gets it done for me, to be honest. Um, now going down south. Now, um, I think this is going to be a dogfight. This division is going to be a dogfight until the until, until the last. It's the last possible second of the last week. Um, but I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just, like, too hard to pass up. Too, too hard to pass up. I, I, I probably, I'm probably going to sense that a lot of people are going to pick the Saints to win this division. But, like like I said, they could be losing their star running back, Alvin Kamara, due to con- uh, contract issues. And substituting that spot, I don't know if... Um, Latavius Murray is going to get the job done either. Yes, the uh, Drew Brees-Michael Thomas connection will do really well this year. But, I mean, that's just two players on their team. I mean, the defense is going to be the defense. Um, Cam Jordan is going to be Cam Jordan. Um, yeah, but uh, but the but the Bucks are just going to be really good. Um, I, mean, I mean, you can scrap the scandals out of the way. I mean, Tom Brady's talent is just, like, amazing. He's he's we all we all we we can all agree that he's gonna be the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, I mean, uh, 
and 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 they and they literally just signed Leonard Fournette, which I think he'll have a bounce back season this year. I think he has the ability to do some special, especially with that improved the uh, Bucks offense. Um, like I said last episode, their starter Ronald Jones is now their third string starter. So I mean, like like I said last episode, that's just how much they've improved on offense. Um, but like I said, just to talk about it more, my goodness, that receiving core is like unstoppable. Um, that Evans Godwin connection on that outside have a combined. They, they almost they almost had a combined twenty five hundred yards last year, uh, seventeen touchdowns and thirty two point thirty two thirty two point eight yards per reception. I think I think if you I think if you're Tom Brady and you want to um, get the ball to both of those guys, they can really uh, make uh, make make something happen on the uh, yards after catch. Uh, they can they can juke some defenders. They can use use that speed and burn past the cornerbacks and the secondary. Uh, it's just gonna be a fun team to watch this year. Now over on the defensive side, uh, I think it's gonna be um, a great D line with uh, Davikin Sue leading it. And also, I think this is this is a this is a bold take, but I think their linebacker core is is probably the best in football with uh, Shaq Barrett, who was the league leader in sacks last year. Uh, JPP Jason uh, Jason Paul Pierre or Jason wait is it Jason Pierre Paul or Jason Paul Pierre I think it's Jason Pierre Paul I don't know I might I might have mixed and I, I might have mixed those names up my bad on that one but um yeah Jason I, I think it's Jason Pierre Paul yeah I'm just gonna go with that for now um I think I think he's gonna have an okay season um Levante David and Devin White I think are gonna be really good this year as well and also in my opinion they drafted probably the best safety. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. I watched um, I watched one of his games like Minnesota took on. I think it was like Ohio State or another team like that. I think he I think he had this like really big pick in the like near the end zone, and I was like, I'm keeping my eye on this guy. And and he and he had a uh, and one of those picks led, led into seven picks last year with uh, University of Minnesota. Um, I, I think they got a really big steal in that draft. Um, I think he's going to be something special. For them for a long time, uh, yeah. So yeah, the um, in my opinion, the Bucks are gonna take the NFC. What was that South? Yeah. Now going into probably, the, now the now this is gonna be the final division we're talking about, but it's definitely not the least. This is like like I said with the AFC. I think it was like AFC South. This besides this one, this is probably gonna be the the most interesting division of them all because. You got um, like two, maybe three teams if you count the 49ers, uh, who are definitely gonna try and contend for that um, top spot in the in the in the in that West spot. Um, but I mean, give me the Seattle Seahawks. They they just get it done time and time again. Russell Wilson will be Russell Wilson. He'll just throw absolute dots, and his like receivers will just make little tote tap catches like right in the corner of the end zone when they have like. A millet inch of room in that corner of the end zone. Like they're just gonna make ridiculous catches. And like I mentioned earlier, DK Metcalf, um, he's really good. He was really good last year, and he probably got snubbed of being a finalist for the offensive rookie of the year because last year he had 900 yards and uh, seven touchdowns, which is really good for for your rookie year. Almost a 1,000 yard season. That's really not bad. And when you add the fact that. Uh, Jamal Adams is getting traded to the Jets when their their secondary is kind of eh. It kind of just bolsters them up like a little bit. I mean, I, I doesn't. Really, I mean, 
just his prowess as a player, like kind of bolsters that secondary a lot. But I don't think it's too much to the point where it's going to change things. Uh, but I mean, Jamal Adams is going to be Jamal Adams. He'll just like get get in your face and just like strip strip the ball from you. Like it's 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 going to be insane. Um, yeah, like I said, it's going to make the defense a little bit better. But there's still questions for me on that side. So I mean, give me the Seahawks on this one. So that's it for the uh, division predictions. Now we're going to go into the awards, the award predictions. We're going to go into the Rookie of the Years, the Comeback Player of the Year, the Players of the Year, the MVP, and then the Coach of the Year. So we got a bunch. We got a bunch to talk to, uh, talk about. First, we're going to get into the Offensive Rookie of the Year. And my pick is Joe Burrow, quarterback from the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he's going to have a great season this year. And like I mentioned, Zach Taylor already has a stamp of approval. Within like three weeks of camp, he's already like, okay, this is my guy for the next like five years. He's going to take us to the promised land where we need to be. Um, like I said, he's going to be the one who's going to take Cincinnati out of its struggles and into maybe a playoff spot. I don't think this year, but maybe in a couple years, maybe they can somehow sneak themselves into a wild card spot next year maybe a couple years from now um yeah he's gonna take them to new heights that they haven't reached before ever with Andy Dalton besides a couple playoff spots um next uh defensive rookie in the year this one for me was a toss-up between um Isaiah Simmons and Antoine Winfield Jr. who I just uh, mentioned earlier uh but one thing stuck about uh, but one thing but one thing uh, but one thing stuck with me the most um at the combine, um, he was uh, th- this 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 defender was asked what position he plays, and he said defense. Now, de- uh, now defense can mean a lot of things. He can he can um, play the linebacker. He can get on the line of scrimmage. He can um, he can be in the secondary, and that and that man is Isaiah Simmons out of the Arizona Cardinals. I think this man's gonna go off. Like I saw his highlights, he just like is a cat ready to pounce at the right time. Like his like his IQ is so on point on on the field. I feel like he could be something special, especially with uh, Chandler Jones mentoring him and Buda Baker mentoring him and uh, Jordan Hicks mentoring him. Maybe uh, he's he's got a lot of veteran presence that he can look up to and try to model model his game after. Whether it's on the line of scrimmage and the secondary, like like he could go in a lot of different places. That's why he plays defense. To a reporter, he said he plays defense, not just a linebacker, not just the one position. He's like the Shohei Otani of um, of um, football, but not as but not as good as Shohei Otani. <laughs> to be honest, this season Shohei Otani was disappointing, but I'm not going to get into him. We're not talking about baseball. We're not talking about basketball. We're talking about football. This is what it's about. We're talking about football. Um, so last year uh, he had eight sacks. Uh, 104 tackles, uh, 16.5 tackles for loss, three interceptions, two forced fumbles, and one fumble recovery. That that's a really good season from a guy like him. I think I think it was probably his best season on paper. Uh, I think he's gonna be really like I said like I said this entire time he's gonna be something really special for them. Uh, the comeback player of the year for me. Uh, I think I think it's um, I think people have said that like Matt Stafford's gonna win. I, I've heard someone say that, but. I mean, she just can't pass up one of the greatest tight ends of all time in Rob Gronkowski. Um, along with Tony Gonzalez, he's probably one of the best to ever do it. Um, he's still got his favorite quarterback, Tom Brady. Just I think I think that QB 
tight end connection is probably like 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 without a shadow of a doubt the best all time in football with Tom Brady and Gronk. Uh, they've been together for so long. They they know each other inside out. They've probably like spent like so many vacations together. Probably more than Brady and Belichick. I don't I don't even know if Brady and Belichick even spent a vacation together to be honest with you. But I mean, hey, I mean he probably had some relationships with some of the guys there. But why not? Um, yeah, I I think I think Brady's gonna be feeding him the ball a lot this year. He's gonna he's gonna just be his Gronk self and just say get out of my way and just bulldoze people to the end zone and do his little uh, good old fashioned Gronk uh, Gronk spike in the end zone going crazy like this like this man is just a fun guy to watch and just like listen to he's just like the most animated person you could ever meet like this guy's like this guy's the funnest person to be around in a room every day so i think it's gonna make this uh Tampa Bay bucks team look uh, look really good this year um now going into the um offensive and defensive players of the year first we're gonna go on the offensive side and i mentioned this guy earlier i mean he's gonna go off give me christian mccaffrey Carolina Panthers, you already know the vibes. Uh, had a thousand yards rushing and receiving last year. I mean, what are I mean, what is there else to say besides Lamar could possibly catch him? But I mean, just imagine what CMC is going to do this year. I think he led the league in yards yards off the line of scrimmage, like with like two thousand, three thousand. Like the sky's the limit for this man. Just watch him go for like six thousand, like total yards. Like he's just going to be everywhere on the field at all times. I, I think Teddy just should just like feed him the ball at all times to just get automatic touchdowns because he could just move through defenders like it's nothing. Like I mean, I mean you can't stop this man, especially especially in like fantasy. He's probably the top fantasy football player in like like this season. But I mean, I mean you could say that like Lamar could catch him because he, he does the same thing at quarterback. But just imagine what CMC's season was gonna look like this year. Now going over to the other side of the line of scrimmage, uh, the defensive player of the year. I think I think this is a heavy favorite in my eyes. Uh, Aaron Donald. Uh, even though there's a new stadium he's gonna play in, even though there's new uniforms he's gonna be in, he's still gonna be the same player. He's still gonna be really quick off the line of scrimmage, do his little swim moves, his spin moves, like everything. Uh, like his like he had a, he had a, he almost had. Um, he almost broke the sack record, the single season sack record. Um, I think he'd be close to it. Last year, he didn't have as great of a year with uh, 12 and a half sacks. But I mean, if that's his down year, uh, I mean, there, there's just no telling what this man's gonna do this year. I think he could. I think he could break the record. I feel like he has the ability to get it done and uh, blow Strahan's record out of the water. Um, now going over to um, the coach of the year. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Um, this 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 might sound crazy, but I gotta go with uh, Cliff on this one. Um, at the first year, at the first year of his head coaching job, he led the Cardinals to a five ten and one record. I mean, that isn't bad considering his um, air raid offense is the most outlier approach in football. It's basically just like him just throwing the ball every play and not running the ball a lot. This like. Uh, this offseason, their front office gave Kingsbury all the weapons he needs with training for 
Hopkins and drafting Simmons this year. He has he has he has a a really good bolstered up team this year. I th- I think it's gonna be really special for him to uh, for him to look and see what's going on. And then for the MVP, uh, I gotta go with uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, quarterback for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, we 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 all know. I don't even have to say his position anymore. We all know who he is. He he doesn't need any introduction. He doesn't need any like position or team uh, shout outs. He's he's just Patrick Mahomes. Like we all know who this man is now. Um, I mean, just his two seasons alone. Uh, could easily put this man in the Hall of Fame. Um, 9,128 yards and 76 touchdowns, and 50 of them coming in, in one season. 50 touchdowns in one season? I, it's just, I, just, I just don't know. I mean, this, this man's just going to do his thing. Uh, 304 yards a game, 110 QBR. Uh, I mean, there's just no telling how good this man is going to be. Uh, hold on. Let me just look up one second who the uh, Super Bowl this year is. I'm sorry, guys. I I kind of I might have messed this up. Uh, let me just check. Hold on. Uh, let me see. Uh, Okay, so my bad, guys. I just had to do that for a second. I think I messed it up when I was researching this episode. But anyway, um, now we're going into the uh, Super Bowl prediction, Super Bowl 55 in Tampa Bay. Um, Fun fact, only two teams have played the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Um, Well, like like the hosting hosting team has played in in their home, uh, has played the Super Bowl in their home stadium twice. If that makes sense, uh, that that might not make sense, but I'll I'll get into detail. Um, the 49ers played the Super Bowl at Stanford Stadium in 1985, and the Rams played their Super Bowl at the Rose Bowl in 1980. But this year, that makes three teams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a spot in the Super Bowl for the first time since they won it all in 2003. Like I said, I don't even have to mention this team anymore. I already went into depth. You guys know. You guys know the vibes already. Their offense is good. Their defense is good. I don't. Their even their special teams might be good. I don't know anymore. Like the Bucks, the Bucks are just gonna be the Bucks. Um, now going into the um, AFC side, um, I think uh, I, I think this is gonna be a tight AFC championship game. But the Chiefs are gonna barely squeak past the Ravens. Lamar Jackson in the postseason is gonna be like Clinton Kershaw in the postseason. Like he's like he's gonna do really well in the regular season, just and just never get it done in the postseason. Apparently, I don't know why that is, but I mean that's sports. So sports can be really weird sometimes. Now, the moment you guys have all been waiting for: Who wins Super Bowl Fifty Five in Tampa Bay? Drum roll, please. Will Mahomes get his second Super Bowl ring or will Brady get his seventh? The Super Bowl 55 champion is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, call me the craziest person in the world all you want. I I just can't I just can't pass up the Buccaneers whatsoever. The Buccaneers are just gonna be the Buccaneers. You guys know. 
Brady's going to get his seventh ring and ride off in the sunset and retire and become a Hall of Famer and just get all types of accolades after his career. Ah, man. Guys, that was a that was a full body workout. I'm tired. I'm going to need to take a nap after this. But, guys, please subscribe. Please, 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 please subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Do everything. Just, like, spam, spam the subscribe button. Freaking grog spike the uh, subscribe button. And just have some fun with this, man. I really hope you guys enjoyed this. For my NFL fans, I cut out for you. I got you this episode. But for my non-NFL fans, this is kind of like a learning a learning curve for you if you want to watch some football this year. I got you with, I got you with this episode. I, I gave you all the stuff that you need to know uh, coming into this season. And I'm really excited to just watch some football tomorrow. So I'm out, y'all. Peace.